Hello, podcast listener. This is Marin Lauka, the owner of Yesand and your alignment coach, here to guide you to greater authentic alignment in your career, your relationship, and your lifestyle so that you can experience true success. What you are about to listen to is a replay of my weekly spark, which is a live video, a mini workshop training that I do every single Tuesday. You can always catch the video version on YouTube or Instagram. Otherwise, enjoy listening to the audio and I will see you again next week. All right. Hello again. Another weekly spark. Here we are Tuesdays every single morning at 1030 a.m. And today we're talking about financial abundance. So you want to feel financially empowered. You want to feel financially free and you want to no longer feel burdened or stressed or overwhelmed by your finances. How do we solve this problem for you? I have a three-step method today that will solve this issue and not only solve it, but in a way that feels really good and that's authentic to you, which also means it is sustainable to you. So today we are walking through three steps to financial abundance. I have a worksheet for you. If you want to follow along, you can head over to yesandbymarin.com slash money dash mindset. Again, yesandbymarin.com slash money dash mindset. If you want to follow along, a client of mine who went through a very similar process sent me a message just the other, the other day and she said, Marin, I can't believe it. I have a new car. I have a new bike. I'm working from home. I have greater finances. And all of this came from the method that I'm going to be teaching you today, which is these three steps. And again, something that not only works, but feels really good in the process, because all along in true yes and fashion, I am helping you to find your voice and clarify what this means for you and what financial freedom and that desire means for you. I'm going to slow down my talking a little bit. All right. So head over again. I said that uh, that address if you want to follow along. I'm going to be walking right through this packet and this three-step guide. Behind the scenes, this is actually a shortened version of Thursday's workshop. I did a workshop last Thursday for two hours. That was incredible. I got fantastic feedback, and I wanted to provide it to everyone in case you missed Thursday. And again, in this shortened streamlined version, uh, so you can have financial abundance that much quicker. So looking at this packet, once you download it and the three steps, we're going to start by clarifying your values. Then we're going to move on to your beliefs. We're going to shift some of those beliefs that may not be serving you. And then lastly, setting up your goals. Note the goals happen at the end of this because first we're creating that really strong foundation. And again, coming back to your voice amidst all of this rather than starting with goals or starting with a number or starting by analyzing, which I historically have done, which oftentimes sends us into a downward spiral or that sense of overwhelm. And that's what we're trying to avoid today. So starting with your values in this worksheet, you have it says question two. It is question one. Your top five values. What are the five things that you value? And if you don't know your top five or that feels like there's a lot of pressure there, just take a pause, take a breath and then think of five things you really value. What are five things that come to mind for you? Maybe it's family balance, nature, um, health, and stability or safety. Five things. Go ahead and list those. After that, think of your top five expenses. Again, if you can't think of this right off the top of your head, 
that's okay. Just think, what do I spend my money on maybe every day? Or what are those big bills that tend to come into my life that I know my money is allocated toward? So maybe that's rent or a mortgage, um, groceries. Maybe you know you dine out with friends a lot of the time. You invest in your business um, and you travel. Top five expenses. After that, pause to think, look at those lists, one after the other. Where do these lists feel in alignment and where do they feel out of alignment? So looking at the values and then looking at where you spend your money. Where is that in alignment together and where is that maybe obviously off track? So let's say I value family. Maybe that's even my top value here. And then I look at my spending and not one of my categories where I spend frequently or a lot of my funds is dedicated or related in any way to family. And this is not to judge. This is not to judge at all. And this is not to get down on ourselves. Rather, this is to look at and say, interesting, interesting that I really value these three things and none of them have made it on my list. Really interesting that I spend in all these areas and none of them show up in my values. Or maybe you're looking at these lists and saying, wow, they really do feel in alignment. I really love nature and movement and the outdoors. And one of my biggest um, expenses is travel to the outdoors and fitness related or health related um, activity work that is my in my expense column. So maybe there's some alignment, maybe there's some not alignment. Again, look at it with a really creative, open-minded lens so that you can think, oh, interesting, before we go on to the next step. Now we're going on to receiving money. How do you receive money? Again, list five ways that you've received money in the past year. And I specified it so that it feels a little less daunting. Um, and also to open our eyes to all the ways we received. So oftentimes I feel like we pigeonhole our funds, our income related to our job. However, maybe in the past year, you've received money through a lottery ticket, even if it was $5. Maybe you received money from a friend or a family member invested in yourself in a personal development project or um, in travel or something that you were up to that someone else cared about and supported you with. Maybe you received money through multiple jobs. So you can list through this part-time job I received money and also through um, this other side gig or a random project that just came up and I accepted the opportunity. So that question seven in the packet, again, list these five ways that I have received money in the last year. And then the same thing that we did with how you spend money, how is receiving money in and out of alignment with those values that you listed in question two, question one at the beginning of that worksheet. And Elise, I saw you just joined on Instagram. Hello. If you want to follow along with the packet, it's at yesandbymarin.com slash money dash mindset. That goes for everyone on YouTube as well. So after we think about our receiving and again, broadening our minds to all the different ways that we've received money in the last bit, um, in the last year, and then thinking in and out of alignment, take a breath, take a pause, shake it off, and then go to the beliefs that we have around money. And I intentionally have us like shake a little bit <laughs> before this. Uh, and if you're doing this after the live recording, maybe you even pause the video a little bit catch your breath, do these first few questions. Um, and then the beliefs, it can feel heavy. It can feel heavy when we go into these beliefs, or it can be really fascinating and really interesting because oftentimes our financial beliefs are 
really ingrained in us and not only ingrained in us, but feel weight because they're also related to others. Maybe it's our family. Maybe it's um, the greater society, media, our job, our boss, our education system. There's a lot of different ways and places where our financial beliefs specifically originate. And sometimes that can feel weighty, that can feel heavy. So take a breath before going into this, uh, this step. And then I want you to think, when you think of what you really want with your finances, when you think of what you really, your ideal money situation is, what is getting in the way? And go ahead and just brain dump, just list some ideas of what you think, what your best guess is that's getting in the way. This can be logistical and practical. This could also be um, more theoretical or intangible. So a few examples. What might be getting in the way of my uh, the financial abundance and generosity and flow that I really strive to achieve in my life might be this overwhelming sense of safety or lack of safety. So this even I could call it my value of safety sometimes feels like it impedes that part of me that wants to be more flowy and more generous and abundant in my finances, generally speaking. This could also be tactical. So maybe it's um, my loans just feel really heavy and that's what feels like it's getting in the way of my financial abundance and freedom that I crave. Then go on to the next question and think if I could wave a magic wand, wave a magic wand, you can make any change that you want. And this is magic. So literally anything. What would you change about your financial situation? Would you suddenly have more finances? Would you have less debt? Would you not have money? Would money not exist? I just had a client call with someone who spoke to getting back to how society was, how the roots of our communities were, which wasn't based on uh, coin, wasn't based on money, tangible money, but exchanging services and just caring for the greater community. Would that be your ideal financial situation? And then after that, go to that next question of when you think of money, what are these five beliefs that automatically come up for you? And again, this isn't um, to judge. This isn't even your top beliefs. These are just five things that come to mind for you. And again, I invite you to think about this with a note of curiosity. How interesting that when I think of money, I automatically think of my retirement savings and that I need to save more for retirement. When I think of money, I might think of getting a good job or the importance of having good work. So just go ahead and list the five financial beliefs that automatically come to mind right away. And after that, you can go on to the chart below that outlines how you can transform any of these beliefs that may not be serving you or simply be in the experiment of exploring what other beliefs exist. So choose one belief from that list of the top five that come to mind for you. And then that second column is to say, is this serving me? Is this belief serving my life? Another way to think about this is to read that belief, to think about it, and then to ask, is this belief expanding me or does it feel limiting? Does it feel like it's big and abundant or does it feel like it makes me contract um, backwards and like curl into a ball? And we're aiming for that expansive energy, especially if you're looking toward financial freedom. And so then in that third column, say, what else could be true? No matter what the answer was to the second column, what other belief could be true? And then we'll ask that same question. Is that new belief expanding or limiting? Does it serve me? An example for you um, to play with or to hear. 
a first column, one financial belief that I could hold is um, money is money is a sign of fairness or money represents fairness or unfairness. Right. There's some tie there. Does this serve me? Does it feel expanding or does it feel limiting? And again, this is a really personal question. So ask yourself this question. If I were asking myself, does that feel limiting or expansive? It feels limiting to me. It feels like a lot of weight and pressure suddenly gets put on money and a lot of worries automatically start to bubble to the surface for me. So then what else could be true? Um, just to list a few examples, maybe it has no relation to fairness. Maybe it um, has some relation to fairness. Maybe. And the idea of being in flow with energy, which is what money ultimately is, an energy exchange um, or a currency exchange, when we broaden the definition of currency, maybe that fairness has to do with currency and energy, but not so much to the money coin that I think of when I think of money. Uh, and then I choose one of those beliefs that I brainstormed, an alternate belief. I'll say that it has something to do with fairness. And then does that feel expansive or limiting? Compared to where I started, it feels expansive. So that's a good sign for me that I'm headed in the right direction. Uh, however, I feel like I would still have more work to do just tuning in with how that feels. Something still feels a little tricky that I would probably then do my own work on to dig in and really find a belief that one is believable. So take baby steps rather than going all the way to an extreme. And then two, a belief that uh that feels expansive, that feels like it's headed in that right direction toward my ideal sensation of money specifically, when, what I associate with money, rather than that limiting sensation. After the beliefs, shake it off again. And then we go to step three, our last step today, setting your goals. So looking through this process, we've already walked through all of this. Now it's just a matter of zooming out. And picking one thing, maybe just one thing generally, or one thing from each of these focus areas that we clued in today to set a goal, set an intention, and then work toward. So the first question under this goal section is, what is one goal you have related to how you spend money? So going back to the first section, how your spending was in and out of alignment, maybe a goal is you want to be more in alignment in this certain area that's already in alignment, but you really want to lean into that area or into that um spending, that alignment spending for yourself. Maybe a goal is you want to eliminate one of the expenses that you realized was totally out of alignment with your top five values. It could be anything related to spending, but that's a good place to start to get your wheels turning about what a goal might be. That next question is what is one goal you have related to receiving money? So again, you can look at that next uh, step that we went through of how you've received money in the last year and whether that was in or out of alignment with your values that we outlined in the first question and then set a goal similar to spending how you want to act or think about or um, focus on related to receiving money to open your mind a little bit to with this question and this goal specifically not only thinking of our list of how we've received money in the last year but also consider how did you not receive money in the last year that might align with your values so for instance I illuminated for myself not too long ago that I had a really hard time receiving money as a gift. If it was gifted to me, I had all these limiting beliefs coming up about my worth, me not having thinking that I'm worth 
receiving this amount of money as a gift that I needed to work hard to earn it. And so it didn't make sense to receive money if I hadn't worked hard to receive it in the first place. However, when I thought of my values, which is this generous expansion and this flow between everyone that I'm connected with, that idea of not receiving, not accepting something that was openly gifted to me was wildly out of alignment with that value. And so it had me uh, take a step back and consider, okay, maybe I want to aim, I want to set a goal or an intention for myself to receive more openly when something is gifted to me. And maybe that's a coffee or maybe that is money, tangible money, or maybe that's a hug or maybe that's time spent with someone. Um, so, again, this these beliefs can expand beyond money, but it's oftentimes because money holds so much weight for us. These are a great gateway and catalyst to see, oh, interesting, this is out of alignment with my values. It's just a very in our face way to see it. The next question, the next goal is what is one goal you have related to what you believe about money? So go into that section about belief. What beliefs felt really good? What beliefs didn't feel so good? And do you have anything related to belief and related to money specifically that you might want to shift or lean into? So maybe that looks like having a full, a more full download of all your money beliefs. Maybe that looks like um, looking into one of those specific beliefs and doing that activity until you find a belief that you can shift into a baby step that feels expansive uh, or maybe it's just something about believing about money that you want to be open to this idea of, wow, I think my beliefs about money are really impacting um, my reality about money, which in my experience is truth. Um, but maybe you just want to be open minded to that and just say, wow, this really opened my eyes to the fact that this is the case. And so I'm going to stay open to just exploring this. So like any goals, like any intentions, set ones that feel really good and exciting for you. It doesn't have to be super specific. It doesn't have to be one of those smart goals if that doesn't feel good for you. Um, however, there is a great guidepost for you to reflect through that worksheet today to have something to refer back to if it feels too overwhelming to just start really broad. So you can go, of course, as broad or specific as you want. And then the last question is to have the space to reflect. What is your greatest takeaway after doing this entire activity, this whole three-step process, after you illuminated your values, brought that to the surface first and foremost, thought about your spending, thought about your receiving, and then thought about your money beliefs? What is your greatest takeaway? What is something that's really standing out to you like a sore th thumb or like a shiny object that you just can't stop thinking about after doing this activity? Just note it for yourself. And again, like we've done all today, stay curious about it. How interesting that that's what I believe about money. How interesting that this was a value that came up for me. I had no idea that that would be my top five. So take that last question as a place to just brainstorm, brain dump, um, mind map, all the things that came to light for you, oftentimes writing it down. Um, in fact, the research suggests writing these things down, especially your goals um, and your reflections really helps us to digest them and remember them moving forward. So this isn't just a one time activity, but something that will impact you moving forward, just like my client who recently sent that message, who bought a new car and has increased savings and has a new bike and is loving working from home. Um, these successes is what happens when we stay in it. And in order to stay in it, we need to foster that motivation and that reason and that understanding for not only why we're staying in it, but also what we're staying in. And that's what that last question hopefully fosters a little bit. 
in the packet. I have a little bit of an introduction for me as well in case you need more support in this process. A lot of individuals who attended this full workshop last Thursday reached out to me afterwards and scheduled a coaching consult. That's a great way to get in touch with me and to connect one-on-one so that we can really work through the money roadblock or the money dream, the vision that you have for yourself. Oftentimes, these uh, packets and this self-work is a great gateway and it uncovers something that we see, oh, this is something I really want or, oh, this is something I really can't figure out alone or have been dealing with for a long time. It's time to try a new approach. So, of course, reach out to me if you have any questions or you want that further support. Comment if uh, on Instagram, on YouTube, if this was helpful. I talked really, really fast <laughs> because I've been trying to play with these weekly sparks to have them be really short versions of my longer form workshops and longer form offers uh, that I have. So it's a quick digest way to incorporate really impactful shifts specifically in related in relation <laughs> in relation to your alignment in career relationship and lifestyle that's it for today my name is Marin Lauka. You can learn more about me at yesandbymarin.com. You can download again the worksheet that went along with today's workshop at yesandbymarin.com slash money dash mindset. And I look forward to seeing you every Tuesday, next Tuesday at 1030 a.m. Central Time on YouTube and on Instagram live. Till next time. Bye.